I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Down the block. Andrew Gunn. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won. Now on to the mighty Queensland side. Look, there actually are some really interesting selections here. Now, some may go, oh, look, it's just essentially the same. Yeah, they've had a couple injuries or or whatever. But I actually think there's some really interesting changes here that I want to discuss. I also want to discuss uh, a few of the the extended uh, squad. But let's get into the squad. First of all, broad strokes, how are we feeling about the squad? Yeah, pretty stock standard, what I anticipated. Obviously, Ruben Cotter. (sighs) Fuck, how heartbreaking. Fuck me, dead. Like, uh, as a New South Wales fan, I was stoked because he's an absolute menace. But, yeah. uh, I mean, when you think about all the stuff, all the injuries he's been through the last few years, and then for a hamstring to bring him down in warm-up, what you a know, nightmare. The, the, the thing that up, not upsets me, but makes me sad for Cotter is, like, that injury, the way it seemed to have happened. And, again, I'm no physio, guys. Go to at NRL Physio. He's the best in the business. But it seemed like that's a fatigue injury, mm-hmm. as in you have been running yourself ragged for a few weeks. Because it wasn't like high stress situation. It wasn't at really high speeds. Like that was just a bomb. And my, in my experience, when that happens, it's usually your body's fatigued. But if the NRL physio, if he's watching, let us know. Does those, those injuries happen because you've been at a, like working so hard for so many weeks and your muscles have become fatigued? Or is that just purely luck, chance? It can happen to a guy that's been resting and stretched up and all good to go. Or it can happen to anyone. So oh, um, I was actually sitting with another mate who's a physio, and he, when it happened, he sort of said the other thing that could have impacted was coming from North Queensland. I mean, it was freezing on Thursday night. Yeah, okay. That really hot condition of cold. Yeah. But interesting to see what Brian in our physio thinks. So he's actually just launched his own podcast too, The Magic Sponge. The Magic, Magic Sponge. sponge yeah. Give us subscribe. Subscribe to The Magic Sponge on all your good podcasting apps. NRL Physio's Twitter post was Cotter had been dealing with a hamstring niggle all week, often a warning sign of sorts oh. for increased muscle strain. Why did they play him? <laughs> See, that's crazy. That's where I go. That's where I say, like, if, if a guy like Cotter is saying that I'm having issues with my hammies, you listen to him. It's not, it's not a primid on a winger like me that's like, I just want to have the weekend off. <laughs> it's an actual dog, a motherfucker. Well, maybe they didn't. He told them to fuck off. Wouldn't surprise but that's me. But that's when you need to yeah. step in as a coach. Like, that's what you get paid for. You get paid to make those calls. 
That's that's that sucks. But you know what? It's easy in hindsight to say. You know, like he could have gone out, played the whole game, had a bit of tightness, and been sweet, and we'd all be sitting here going, "Yeah, that's tough. That's caught us." So look, double-edged sword. That's what makes him so great. Um, so so it basically was from a bit of fatigue slash tightness. Damn, damn. Uh, but yeah, it's a big loss, isn't it? Like to, Mate, to, to it's lose massive loss from last game. You know, on paper it isn't huge, but it's massive. He, we talk about hearts of teams. Yeah, like. For Billy Slater to come out and say, we're not talking about Cotter because we expect that from Cotter. And he is Queensland. Mm. The greatest fullback of all time to a lot of people is going, that guy is Queensland. That's that's a big loss. And I, I'm, a, I'm a bit, I'm actually slightly surprised at the selection at 13. So I'm not. Uh, but we'll get into that. So Kalen Ponga, oh man. Just, and we'll get into the Knights game, but fuck, he gets banged around, man. <laughs> like I'm getting, like I... I actually remember when I brought this up with Smitty uh, on the podcast on Thursday, where I was like, KP's getting a bit banged around. And, K- and Smitty was like, yeah, but that's why he gets selected because he plays with that aggression, which I 100% you know, agree with. But I'm like, God damn. He's, he's, I almost feel like he's unlucky. Like every chance he can get, he gets head high, late shotted. Like, fuck. I'm, I'm, um, mate, I hope this offseason they go to KP, mate. Just go away and fully recover and get your body right. But anyway, KP at fullback. I thought he was outstanding game one. Selwyn Cobbo on the sting. Can, can I just jump in on KP? Yeah. He might be one to watch this week, and I'm interested in your take on mm. it as well, because in that game yesterday where Hudson Young grubbed through, and I, I'd love if anyone was at the Canberra Raiders game, reach out and tell us. The play before that, Hudson Young goes through as a decoy, and he goes well through the line, and he goes off shot, and he comes back into shot and he gets the ball back. And he goes to the left, he comes off his left foot, he goes to the right. And as soon as he goes to the right, KP in a very un-KP moment just stops and grabs his shoulder. Mm. I'd love to know if Hudson Young on that decoy ran into KP on the play before. Because mm. the game was on the line, it was, what, 90 seconds to go. KP, we know how competitive he is. You might not like KP, but he is competitive as all hell. Mm. He just sort of gave up on his assignment mm. and grabbed his shoulder straight away. I'm wondering, and we'll talk about him soon, Jersey 22, Reese Walsh. I wonder if KP is pretty banged up coming into this game. Because you watch that try that Hudson Young scored. Watch KP. Mm. He just stops in pain grabbing his shoulder. He goes straight like that. There's 90 seconds to go. There is no reason for KP not to be there when the game's on the line unless he's injured. There he is. He heard me. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I'd keep an eye on KP this week. Yeah, I was going to bring this up uh, as well, but not about that. Yeah. That late shot in his back, he was fucked. Like, he, you know, if we're serious about, you know, head knocks and all that kind of stuff, he probably shouldn't have been on the field. Like, that, have you have you seen the replay of it? Yeah, it's pretty bad. It was fucking bad. Like, full whiplash, boom, and he was pretty much out before he hit the ground. Uh, no, I agree with you. I, I think there are a bit of question marks as to, is KP going to be 100% fit and healthy like, like, to we, play we, we were watching that game live yesterday, and we both sort of went, where is KP? What is it? How could he possibly not be there on that play? And then when I watched it back on the replay, have a look at it. You can see him grab his shoulder and just come to a complete halt. The game's on the line. His team's going like a busted. They're in front. Very unlike KP to just give up on a play. He must have been hurting. Yeah. Well, he got belted that game. Yeah. Like, he was belted. And I, I reckon he got belted off screen by Hudson Young, mm, too, because it, it was a weird thing to happen. Or maybe what, maybe earlier in the game. What, what was Dan Gagai blowing up the ref about? Do you know what he was blowing? That's what I reckon. He's, I reckon something happened with Hudson Young as he ran through that decoy. I'd like, if, if anyone was at the game, reach out to us, because that was very out of character for Dan Gagai. Yeah. That was a Did huge you see that? Blow up. Uh, I was just watching on Fox, and... Yeah. and 
As in the gay guy blow up, blow up. Oh, gay guy, no, no, sorry. Yeah, it's 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 well and truly after the play, and as they're walking back, the I've never seen gay guy like that. Well, and also, I was like, I, I haven't seen anything for him to blow up about that's connected to the try. Like, I'd understand if like because I actually went back because I missed like I missed just before the try, like like literally that two minute period or whatever, and then I saw the try, and I actually went back and watched it because I was like, something must have happened mm. in the play before the Hudson Young one to make Gagai blow up like that. <clears throat> and so, like, surely he's not blowing up about something that happened two sets ago. Did, did, did you notice KP stop oh, I, did, I, I definitely noticed KP stop because I, I replayed it over and over because I was like, where is Kalen? And then I saw that. It's basically, the tough thing for Kalen was is that he, he was on that short side because they, they were going the short side. So he made the right play. So a lot of people are going to be like, Oh, positionally, shit by KP, all that kind of stuff. But he made the right play because Hudson Young did go down that short side. He then stepped back in, went, I think, back around the ruck. Yes. He went back around the ruck, which is interesting, back around the ruck, and then that's when KP just went like that. And so I think KP thought, oh, like, there's no way he's going to kick. Like, he's not going to grub yeah. up. And he thought, oh, fuck, my shoulder's oh. killing me. I can stop. I can rest. And then, boom, Hudson Young. But even, it. like, like it, no, knowing KP, the sort of competitor, for him to stop at mm. all, he must be banged up. Oh, yeah, for sure. Whether he thought Hudson was going to kick or not, if he's going right, your fullback isn't going to stay on the tram line on the left-hand mm. side. So I reckon it's worth keeping an eye on him. Reese Walsh is in jersey 22. I think it's definitely worth keeping yeah. an eye on him. And that's him. what I want to talk about with the extended squad. That's a very interesting mm. selection. Very interesting selection because he's already been in camp. So that experience – anyway, we'll get to it. But, uh, yeah, for KP, man, I – um. I'm a massive fan of KP. Like, I, I know as a superstar, you're going to have a polarizing effect. I, I get all that. But I'm a huge fan of him. He rips and tears every game. He constantly gets head high. He constantly gets late shotted. And he still hangs in there and tries to. I mean, he's the bloke that got them back in the game in the first place um, or was a huge part in it. So, yeah, hopefully KP's all right. The positive for the Queensland, even though they won't be thinking about this, they can at least sit there and go, look, are we going to risk KP like long term? When we have Suncorp, Reese Walsh is a fucking gun player. They have the luxury of maybe going, look, it's not worth the risk. Whereas I feel like if it was game three, they're like, mate, you just... I think KP as well would be like, mate, I'm playing. Like, fuck, I'm playing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, hopefully KP's all right. Because he's a... Yeah, I reckon he's a superstar. So on Cobo. Yeah. Just... Oh, sorry. Just been uh, some live on air recapping and watching it over again. Yeah. And... Ponga absolutely had to be there for that Hutto kick. Yeah. He plays the short side, but even, as you said, when he comes back around the ruck, just does it so slowly. And, and, just and he stops like that. Stops he and grabs his the shoulder. right shoulder. Yeah. That yeah. would have been his right shoulder yeah. that I reckon Hudson's yeah. made contact yeah. with on the play before. But he, like, he had to even be a presence there. Because oh, even sure. if he's there, he doesn't kick it like Oh, it. oh. absolutely. Like, yeah. yeah, sorry, to be clear, like, oh, fuck. As a fullback, that's your job. You yeah. get on your bike. Like, as soon as it goes the other yeah. way, you fucking go. But... To Guru's point, he was injured. Yeah, oh, he was yeah, absolutely sure. injured. Like Something he stops like and he puts his, he goes like that straight away. But yeah, look, he, he must have been banged up to stop to stop like that. Uh, Hudson went um, in front of the play the ball too. He went in front, not behind. Yeah, okay, so play on, interesting. Yeah. Um, what a play by Hudson Young though! Holy Huge shit, play. mate! He's been outstanding for weeks. Outstanding. Um, now, uh, Valentine Holmes, fuck, mate, talk about the return of vintage Holmes. Goes to the NFL, and fair play to him. Like, I, I get as footy fans, you know, we want these guys to stay in rugby league because we love rugby league and we want it to be the best it can be. I, I understand that. But I'm also a big supporter of people just going against all odds, win or lose, just chasing a massive 
uh, dream or, or it might even just be a challenge, you know, to just try something that you never thought would be possible. So I love that he went to NFL and like, okay, did he make it? No, he didn't. But I love that he gave it a crack. Comes back. Now, I personally thought that he would essentially slot straight back in after about six months. It took a bit longer than we thought it would, which I was surprised at. But we're looking at vintage homes right now. Like, he's playing as good as he played before he left. Uh, and it's just, uh, like, right now, he he's only 26 years old. He's only 26 years old. I thought he was, like, 30. Mm. Like, he's still got a whole chapter of rugby league, <sighs> and he's already done so much. Like, think about how much he's already done at Origin and in Australian level. He's won a comp, too. Yeah, won a comp. Big reason for it, too. He was outstanding that year. Well, yeah, I, I think him and Jack Bird, like yeah. the amount of money they were paying them, but what they were getting out of them, that was huge oh, for massive, that Massive, massive. So, massive congratulations to Holmes. I think uh, he's been outstanding. I will say, uh, Gay Guy's club has struggled a little bit. Last couple of weeks, his defence hasn't been um, up to it, but we all know Gay Guy gets up for um, origin. I will also say, last game one, Gay Guy did miss quite a few tackles. Uh, so... It, it almost might be actually a good thing for Gagai because we still got the win, but he played poorly. So Queensland coaching staff, I would assume, and I haven't spoken to Smithy about this at all, so this, this is an inside info. I'd assume their coaching staff is going to, you know, have high standards and be like, you know, Dane, you missed... Um, get me get up here. He missed Buck nine tackles. conversation, listen to a Queensland. Because you know what he's going to do next game. Yeah, so he missed nine tackles last game. Yeah. And that's a game... I'm pretty sure that's a game high... Um, God, I hope he's not listening. <laughs> yeah, that's a game high. And so Dane guy is going to be fucking frothing at the bit to get back, get that one back. Um, and if there's anyone to bring it at him, it's obviously the Queensland coaching staff. So hopefully he bounces back. Uh, Murray Toolangi, uh, could you let us know in the comments section where I'm unsure whether it's Toolangi or Tuolangi? Please let us know in the comments section. I know someone has left it before, but it's just really hard to remember. I think it's Toolangi, but it could be Tuolangi. Uh, so... Let us know. Murray Toilangi, what a selection. I think he's been outstanding this last, this whole season pretty much. I thought last year there were glimpses of it and his name was thrown in the hat to play last year. But he just wasn't consistent enough. You know, he'd have a game where he'd do it and the next game wouldn't. This year, you could make, you could mount an argument that he's been one of the more consistent wingers in the comp. Yeah, after like his first 10 first round games, you sort of thought... He's a guy that could play 40 first grade games or he could play 200. Yeah. Like, it really could go either way. And uh, I, I think he's been sensational for the Cowboys. And, I mean, I think it helps that Val Holmes is obviously going to be on his edge and mm. they've got that combo at club level. Uh, but I personally think even if you take out that combo, he's played well enough this year to earn a spot in that Queensland side. Yeah. Look, I probably still would have gone Corey Oates, mm. but that may be because of my Broncos bias. Um, but for... Because watching games for the Broncos, as a Broncos fan, the amount of times Corey Oates has got us out of trouble with a hectic catch coming out of his own end. Uh, but I'm happy with either or. Like, I think both have been fantastic. Um, and, and to be fair, Murray, you know, he has a long future ahead of him. So I can understand why you would want to pick him and hopefully build something long. What do you reckon, Timmy? Yeah, exact same as you. I think it, it could have gone either way with him. Mm. Wouldn't have been a problem either way. But they may as well go, all right. Uh, he hasn't played a game yet for the Maroons. Let's mm. debut him. He's sort of the future. <coughs> Not that Corey Oates is old. Like, how old would 27. Oates? 27. So he's still young. So, so Oates isn't old by yeah. any means, but let's Crazy. give him his chance. I feel like he's been around forever. Literally. Yeah. I remember I was at the Broncos when he first came into grade. Um, he will show you how long he's been around. Um, he's a totally different player. Like uh, Breaking news. Abby Corusau to start at nine. 
Damien Cook, 14. So, okay. Teddy Toto, Burton, Crichton, Tupo, Luai Cleary. Starting props are Haas and Trevojevic. Coruscant starting nine. Back row is normal. Marek Martin, yo. 14, Cook. 15, Crichton. 16, Balor. 17, Talakai. So what was the six, uh, 16? Junior. Junior. Junior Bolo. All right, well, that answers that question. Are we- now, I did, I did pose the question of, because Cook is such a good running game, do you use him the same as Grant was used? But I am still... That's a bombshell. Damien Cook losing the starting spot? Are we buying it? Yeah, I'm buying it. I'm buying it. Because, like, it's like, what does it change? Yeah, but what did it change last game? And he made mass fucking changes for no reason. Well, two. Cam Murray and bloody RCG. Bro. What do you reckon, Timmy? I hate it. (laughs) (laughs) Appy's not. Damon Cook is a better number nine than Appy Coruscant in my books every day of the week. That's not knocking Coruscant. I just think Cook is tremendous. And I think he's so important to the way the Blues play. They, They got beaten at times through the middle last game and it limited his opportunities a little bit so much of our attack comes off the back of him running from a quick play of the ball and then just Teddy feeds off it the whole side feed off it and look it, it might not change that much because it'll, he might have the idea of going as you said like Ben Hunt and Harry Grant where Appy plays the first 25 and then Cook might come on and play 55 straight so in that sense it may not change that much but if it is an Appy playing 50 Cook playing 30, that sort of split that you were talking about, Guru, I don't like it at all. Man, that is, imagine making 50 more, 54 tackles, missing zero, and then getting pushed to the bench. Jesus. Oh, wow. Oh, I reckon Cook will start. I, I know what you just said, he only made two changes. He can only make four. He's only got four bench players. Like but, like, what's, what do you reckon the point is in this? I reckon one? he's just trying to play... Just try, trying to confuse him or whatever. I think Freddie does this. He thinks he outthinks <laughs> the room sometimes. I love him, but I don't like. Uh, yeah, it just makes no sense. Like Appy is such an explosive footballer. Yeah. Why would you not play him for thirty minutes? Cook is the better defensive hooker by a country mile. He's played in the Origin Arena a heap of times. He's done a job for us. Let him do his fifty minutes. Bring Appy off. I'm I'm not buying this. Mm. Okay, well, let's say in a world where it's, it is true. How do you feel? Yeah, I don't like it. I agree with everything. <laughs> what do you reckon, Matty? I thought you shit yourself over there, honestly. <laughs> I was like, fuck, he's just shitting. It's breaking news. I just shit myself. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm just as surprised as you guys. I thought uh, Coruscant would be great off the bench. I guess, I guess he's probably just gone for those combinations early, but it's a do-or-die game, so it's a, it's, a, it's a huge risk. Yeah, Mate, it's ruthless. Like, And you know what? We're in a ruthless business, and we're getting – that's what you've got to be to win – but I tell you what, like, if you're in that New South Wales squad, you must be just going, fuck, like, mate, that's a tough, tough. Damien Cook, like, yes, he had moments where he, he got out of dummy half and he looked a bit lost, but I still think he did some pretty good things game one. And he made 54 tackles and missed zero. The Cotter made 55 tackles and missed five. And we were talking about how incredible mm. Cotter's defensive effort was. Damien Cook... In nine, made 54 zero misses. That's really surprising. You're not going to beat Queensland the first 50 minutes with attacking plays out of hooker. It's, they're they're going to... Uh, yeah, makes I, no look, sense to me. I can see the argument of putting Cook on the bench and just going, mate, when you get on, literally run every... Just run every time, every single time. Just get out, get out, get out constantly. 
and and that's a, a tactic that they can use. Like so, I can see where they've gone. Because you would say, would you agree? Appy is more of a crafty nine. Uh, a lot, yes. Crafty nine. Yeah. Well, Benny Hunt, he's more of a, a, a crafty player than Harry Grant when it comes to ball playing in that, I'd mm. say. Yes. Do you think they're replicating that one too? Now, I did bring this up with Cameron Smith and he told me, no, you're a fucking idiot, but I'm still going to talk about it. Still going to talk about I'm it. I'm going to say, no, I'm still a fucking idiot. <laughs> I am still a fucking idiot. Um, Smitty kind of felt like they were very different players, all four of them, and they didn't have the, lux- they didn't have the same setup. But, you know... I do think that you could mount an argument for Cookie is a ball runner. He's explosive as... He is the fastest hooker in the game. Appy is a bit more crafty. Maybe they're just going to get through that, get build that structure up and then bring Cookie in. Can you see an argument for that? Yeah, like, I mean, you can see the, as you said, tiring Queensland path sort of 30 minutes into the game. You can see Cookie coming in and tearing your shred. So, you know, I get it. It's, like, it's not like it doesn't make sense to me. Mm. I just personally think you've got marginally probably the second best hooker in the NRL or in rugby league behind. I've got Harry Grant ahead of him. Mm. Um, and you're playing him lesser minutes than... Again, it hasn't eventuated. He could still play 50 off the bench and play yeah. more than Appy, but I just, I'd have him starting. Mm. Yeah, I personally think Damien Cook, he, he is a good... I, I honestly think over the last two years, Appy Curacao has better, better, a better running nine than Cook. Mm. I really do. I, I think where... I think Cook... Probably two or three years ago, he was incredible. He was doing stuff that we hadn't really seen a hooker do before. But I, I, I feel like I haven't seen it in two years or so. I, well, I, then I what, what, what has cooked better than Appy then? Defensively, I, I think he, he yeah. is better than Appy. And that's why I would start him for the first 50 minutes and then let, let Appy come on. I, mate, based on what I've seen in the last two years, I don't know if I trust Cook. If I say to him, hey, when you get on, you just need to run every time. Because I don't think he has those same sort of instincts at the moment that Appy does. Mm, interesting. Mate, big call. Wow. Wow, that's a big call. Who would you be more worried about if for the last 30 minutes a hooker stood up with a card in his hand? Who would you be more worried about coming on? Happy or cool? Honestly, probably Cookie, in my opinion. I still believe wow. Cookie has that okay. running game in him. Um, you know, yeah. I, I still believe that he has that running game Cookie, in him. Cookie's averaging 32... This is well, not much, but double the run metres of Appy per game this season. Appy, nine try assists. Good going. Appy doesn't play 80 minutes, though, remember? Uh, no, but he'd be averaging, what, 65-odd yeah. for them? Um, Cook, six tries, five assists. Appy's two tries, nine assists. But also, you know, Cookie's playing behind a pretty underwhelming Bunnies pack this year, whereas Appy behind that Panthers are just relentless week in, week out. Yeah, interesting one. Have you got yeah. average runs per game there? Uh, I can do. Cookie, six. Happy three. But that can also be a bit misleading as well because mm. the amount of times they get out and give early, I don't know if they'd count that as a run. Like if they have to have come into contact, it wouldn't surprise me at all. Mm. Fair. Anyway. Yeah, really interesting. Anyway, uh, let's continue on with Queensland side. <laughs> Fuck New South Wales. I'm <laughs> um, just joking. Um, so, okay, we're going to uh, Toalangi, Munster, DC, obviously. Now, this one's really interesting to me. I actually think that his weekend performance is what got him in the starting spot because Lindsay Collins mm. was a beast on the weekend against a rampaging uh, Eels pack that was killing it. Collins was like really taking it toe-to-toe with him. Um, but I do think it is interesting that Tino has been moved to 13 instead of starting in the front row and pulling Paddy Carrigan on for 13. I personally probably would have 
started Carrigan at 13 and kept Tino in the front row because it worked so well game mm. one. What do you guys think? I anticipated the same thing, and I'm still kind of expecting it yeah. to play out that way. You reckon? I think you'll see Lindsay come back to the bench, Tino start in the front row, and Paddy Carrigan in the third eye. Mm. Yep, I'm with you. You reckon? I, so? I, I can see that happening for sure. Yeah. But they, they, haven't, they didn't last... Um, they didn't make really any changes before mm. the game last time. Like, they named it and they stuck to it. But I also thought the team that they named made sense to me. Mm. This one doesn't make as much sense to me, to be honest with you. Yeah, okay. Do you think that they're going Tino... They could be going Tino in the 13 as, like, three front rowers and you just... Just like, power game Just early. power game early, then bring Paddy on? Because in, in Queensland defence, let's assume that this is the side they're going to go with. Paddy off the bench was something special. Mm. Like, and yeah. do you want to change that? Because that was a game-changer. That was truly a game changer. And they have shown a propensity to pick a better player on the bench because of the, the impact they have in the game. Well, Harry Grant, look no further than Harry Grant. Most people would have had Benny Hunt at 14. They chose Harry Grant because they thought he would do a better job off the bench. Yep. They could be doing the same things with Paddy Carrigan. Potentially. And, yeah. and it also... Realistically, it doesn't change much. So Collins plays, say, the first 15, 20 minutes. He's the bigger body on there. Not that Carrigan wouldn't be fine with that. But one thing they may be thinking, last game Carrigan came on about the 15th minute and played 65 straight through. Mm. Now, I'm not sure if that was always the plan or if the plan was to get him off again at some point and he was so good they kept him on. But mm. by playing him off the bench, it's one substitution as opposed to if he starts comes off for a spell and they bring him back on mm. two subs in that so maybe they're just thinking we bring him on off the bench and use one sub yeah it's a good point and just keep him on there mm. yeah that's it's a good point yeah really really interesting really interesting i will say lindsey collins on the weekend though was outstanding outstanding um benny hunt was also outstanding uh josh papali'i kurt katewell felici kafusi harry grant at 14 now jai arrow makes his way back into the side now some believe Car- uh, Flegler should have been called in. Some believe Arrow. Who would have you selected, Arrow or Flegler? I would have gone for Arrow. Mm. Uh, just big game experience in a, in a game that, um, you know, they, they could win the series here. Yep. So Arrow would have been my pick. And oh, I thought he was unlucky not to be in the side for game one. It turned out to be the right call. There's no mm. doubt about that. But uh, I think he's, he's an out-and-out origin player and he would have been a pretty easy pick for me. Flegler's been going good, no doubt about it. But Arrow would have been my guy. Mm. What do you reckon? Yeah, I like Arrow. I think Flegler will get his chance. And had he been played off the bench for this, <coughs> would have been no arguments. But I think Arrow, he's been there, done it, mm. rock solid. He's, a, he's an origin player, as Guru said. So mm. I think Arrow, you know, on form, I would probably have Flegler ahead. But the good thing about Arrow is he can play 13, wide running forward, and front row. You could maybe put him in <sighs> hooker if you were, like, desperate as anything. Um but so that's probably got him the win. I will say, do you think our bench is a little small? Yeah, but I thought that last game was <laughs> to pieces. So. Uh, yeah, really. I do think uh, Cotter is a massive, massive out. I think it's going to hurt us quite a bit. Um, Jeremiah Nanai, uh, interesting uh, that he's been selected. Not interesting, but, you know, with that ankle, do you think it'll be good to go by then? He looked fine the other night to yeah. me for the Cowboys. Uh, shocked me. A kick went up and he came down with it. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> wasn't like two. He had a try of a kick and then a try. So he set up kick. another one. Yeah, he's a freak. Fuck me dead. Honestly. Uh, yeah, look, I, I agree with you. I think that his ankle is fine. I, I mean, what's crazy is when it happened, I was like, his ankle is done. Like, he's gone for four to six weeks. Um, and he's been out of bounce back. So, thank thank uh, whoever's upstairs for that one. Uh, Jeremiah and I. And I actually think that 
we haven't seen the best of him in Origin yet because he came on, got injured, and then he came back on later, but didn't really get that much footy in him. What do you reckon, Timmy? Yeah, he'll be good to go, mate. Makes sense. They said played a few minutes last game, looked yep. fine, had that injury, and he's still very young, so mm. he doesn't have to play a massive role, but there's an explosive impact in 25 to 30. Good eye. Um, now, you've got Tommy Dearden still at 18, which I think is really they, – they've clearly shown that Dearden is probably the next half up right now, which is, is really interesting. You know, we spoke about it a little bit with uh, last week or a couple of weeks ago, but, you know, Sam Walker, again, not in a squad. Uh, do you think that's more – Sam Walker just needs some time to develop defensively? Or do you think it's more they just see Dearden as a guy that can fit, this, fit the mould better? I think Walker's time will come. Um, you'd know more than me, but I would assume Smithy and Slater have got a big emphasis on defence mm. going into this series. And Dearden has shown that um, he'll put his head where most wouldn't put their foot, Dearden. He's always showing a jersey in defence, so I like the pick. I mentioned before that KP grabbed that shoulder the other day. If KP was to be ruled out, do you go with Walsh or do you maybe move... Uh, the money man back to one and bring in Dearden. Oh, I think you got to keep Munster at six. Fuck, I wouldn't be moving that. Too risky. Holy shit. As a New South Wales fan, he worries me more at fullback. <clears throat> I understand where you're coming from, mm. but in the brief moments we've seen him play fullback, even at origin level, I think he's been the best player on just about every field. I've after seen his game year. last week, you'd move him. I mean, after his game, no, one. I, 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 he played very well, but I, I personally think he's more dangerous at fullback than in what he is at six. To be honest with you, mm. what do you reckon, Timmy? I don't think it matters where he plays fullback <laughs> or five eight. He sort of scans across the field, gets the ball when he wants it. I, I don't think it. And defensively, obviously, and, and the high balls and all that. But I don't think it'll change too much in attack. Um, Tommy did at eighteenth again. Called before Origin one that didn't make sense to me with the team mm. make up, and it doesn't make sense to me again now. Mm. So I'm anticipating that he won't be eighteenth man come kickoff because. We went through it all before, but there's about 15 different halves they can choose between should things go wrong come game day. So I don't think he makes a lot of sense. There's not a lot of outside back cover there, so <coughs> I'd expect, yeah, say a Reese Walsh or, or a Corey Oates to come on as that 18th man come game one, uh, game two. A change to Jai Arrow in game one, but, mm. I mean, do you think Dean stays at 18th? Because, like, what's the use, really? Yeah, no, it's a good point. It's a good point, and no, I probably agree with you. I think... Um you're probably going to bring in a Corey Oates at the... T- uh, Corey Oates can also play at a pinch in the back row. back row. So yes. I think Corey Oates 18th minute. Probably Corey Oates. Mate, the guy that probably covers the most positions there, it might be the 20, Bo Fermel. The big Bo. Yeah. Like, he's obviously the least experienced guy, mm. the guy I'm most shocked to see there. But, um, you know, Corey Oates can play back row. Bo Fermel has played centre and yeah. back row at a pretty high click, in my opinion. Yeah, I, it'll I don't, be a big call. He's yeah. a good utility, though. Yeah, yeah, he's a good utility to have in your squad. Yeah. But yeah, massive congratulations to both Furman because he's been slaving away at the Titans. And yeah, okay, is he you know as good as some other back rowers? But he battles every single game. Every time the Titans play well, or even when they play poorly, he has a red hot crack. Runs some good lines, solid in defence. Seems deceptively strong, deceptively strong. Uh, so massive congratulations. And, you know, now they've, the Titans have two origin, you know, I know he hasn't debuted yet, but they've got Fafita when he comes back and Firma. I think that Titans will gain massively from having him in the origin system. So congratulations to him. Uh, Reese Walsh getting called in. Massive congratulations. Uh, be interesting to see whether the... Um He's had a really good couple of weeks for the Warriors. Mate. Despite them going like a busted, he has, he's been a shining light there. And that's... Um, I've got in my notes, like, Reese Walsh, he... 
just continues to fight and fight. Even like he's the game's in the balance. No, no, no. Sorry, not the game's not in the balance. The game is lost. It is done. They're at the 65th minute, and it seems like that Warriors are kind of just like, look, you know, we're the game's over. And Reese Walsh is getting in first receiver, trying anything, something. Yeah, sometimes it doesn't come off. I just love the fact that he competes till the absolute death. So massive congratulations to Reese Walsh. Um, going to be interesting to see whether he signs long term with the Warriors. Because um, right now, you know, he could go to a few other clubs, I reckon. Yeah. Uh, because he wouldn't be at the million dollar mark yet. He'd be probably around a six or seven hundred, I'd say. And a few clubs can afford that. So get good value at six or sevens for him, though. Yeah, I think so. I think six or sevens about what he's worth. Um, uh, yeah, I, I'd, I'd say that's a pretty even exchange. I reckon. I, I reckon. But I mean, like, like if you take him and you put it like, he, like he's been in, like they've done well, but he's been in probably the most chaotic system mm. as far as they haven't had a home. Yeah. For two years Like if you get him For six or seven You put him into You know A good system You know If it's a three year deal Or whatever you, Your last two years Could be really good value there I'm, I'm with you mate I like what he's done In that Warriors outfit That's been shambolic And had So many things Outside uh, Their their own control Go against them Since he's Come into the grade He's been outstanding Week in week out Put him in A, a better side um, Like I think I'd pay seven for him for sure. I, yeah. I think he's a star, and we're going to see that in the next coming years. And you have a look at the if guys, we already. the guys that he's had around him. I mean, he had oh. he had Roger for a, a couple of weeks, then Roger left. I mean, the next best player in the back line has been SJ, who hasn't been playing great footy. Like I, I think that if you can get him around a squad with some experienced outside backs that he can learn from as well, mm. I, I, I think it would be a really good signing. Yeah, I, I think uh, you're still signing a bit on potential. Because we haven't seen him actually in a good squad, so we don't know how yeah. well he'll go. Uh, I still think that, you know, to be landing six or seven hundred grand contract, you know. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, "What the f- are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass." So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. It's still a, like, we've been so deluded by this a million dollar mark where, you know, oh, is this player a million? This player a million? When in reality, it's, it's three to four players. You know, I would... Like, for example, you look at Gutho. Gutho, with all the experience that he's got, he's a captain, he's led that club from Wooden Spoon all the way into top four. He'd probably be on around six, six or 700k, mm. I'd say. And that's why I believe Reese around that six or seven right now would be a good deal for both people. Uh, but I also agree with you that there is a potential that in the, the to two years after that first year, all of a sudden you're looking at, like, massive value. Yeah. Um, but that, like the, th- the reason why I keep him at around six, seven hundred, because I look at a guy like Dylan Edwards, and like I don't think many people would play, pay six or seven for him. But he's done probably probably more in the game so far. For sure, uh, but I think there's also the other aspect to it, especially when it comes to contract. That Reese Walsh, he's going to put more asses on seats than a Dylan Edwards. Mm. He probably shouldn't, but he does in reality. Yeah, I, I think that that's when you start. I, I, I think you you reserve that for when you start getting up into the million. You know, one million dollar mark. Uh, Reese Walsh for me, although he will put 
bums in seats, not a substantial enough amount mm. to warrant putting an extra 100K and, and throwing out your salary cap a little bit. Like, if he, like, if he were to sign with the Dolphins, do you think he's a marquee, like, he's that big of a superstar that he's going to build that hype of where series contenders here? At the moment, he might be, but um, no, probably not. But I, I, would, would Dylan Edwards be? But he should be pro- on. No, no, I bet he's proven. Yeah. Dylan Edwards is proven. Can Can you imagine? I do think he'd be a marquee, not for what you said, and I like buy into the off field and bums on seats. Good looking fella, exciting footballer, youthful coming through. Can you imagine in a parallel universe where Reese Walsh is coming through at the Panthers and Dylan Edwards is at the Warriors at the moment? Like the numbers Reese Walsh will be putting up. But I, that's the thing we don't know. That's the thing. I know it's uh, we can assume. And I just think he's so early in his career to be able to call him a marquee signing. He's in his second year of first grade. A marquee signing. Third year next year, face of a new club, struggling to attract stars. Mm. I, I don't think anyone's calling him a marquee signing anywhere than the Dolphins, though. That, that's just kind of what I'm getting at. I, just, I, I think he's just... He's incredible. Like, he, he's, he's got everything you'd want as marketable. He's good-looking. Yeah. He's a nice kid. He's a gun player. He's competitive. He's not, like, just silky. He's actually competitive. Yeah. I just want to see a year or two more. Yeah, I, 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 I think I can speak to Timmy, too. We're not disagreeing that 700's where he's at, but I just think in, if that potential does come through for the next two years of his contract, getting him for 700 could be very yeah. good value. Yeah, yeah, it could be. It could be for sure. Um, it's, it's really interesting to see what he does because he's in a real interesting spot in his career. Like, it's a real fork in the road because he can go for big bucks somewhere or he could take a little bit of a pay cut and become everything we know he can become mm. because he, he's so incredible. And I agree. Give him, give him four or five years at the right club, I think he can become that, mm. that marquee, big, big superstar, change a whole club around. Like, look how much Munster had to do before he was considered yeah. like the marquee guy that was, you know, you could put in a, a club on his shoulders. But really interesting time it, it for It would his. have been interesting if he got to play that Origin game last yeah, year. I mean, if sure. he would have stood up on that stage, then all of a sudden the conversation's yeah. different. Yeah. Well, put it this way, like, a perfect example is a guy like Halen. He came in and I would argue probably had a better first year than Reese Walsh. He nearly won the Dally M. Mm. And even he has struggled to really take that next step. Now, he's been at a club that's struggled and all that kind of stuff, but... And he's also struggled with injuries. So that's where I just get a bit like, ooh, maybe. You know, and, and actually, to, it's a perfect example because how much did they sign him from the Cowboys? They signed him for six or 700K. So, yeah, yeah. I think we're agreeing on the same price, really. Yeah. And oh, I think that, like, like I, I look at an AJ Brimson. <laughs> I, think we're, I think we're agreeing. <laughs> I, I look at an AJ Brimson who went and played that one Origin game, did really well, and I, I, I elevate him a little bit more because I know that AJ's gone to the big stages yeah. and performed well. Yeah. AJ's in another – he's another guy that I'm really interested to see. A few guys at the Titans there. Anyway, we'll get into the Titans chat. Um, anyway, that's, uh, that's the Queensland chat done. Now we're going to get into our team of the week. <coughs> We've got – actually, this will be the last time for the game. Score prediction. Fuck. Uh, I'll go New South Wales by four. It's 20 to 16. Blues, 26-18. Matty? Uh, Blues 22-18 Leave your score prediction in the comments section And then we will pick randomly Just randomly So if there's more than If there's more than one person that gets the correct answer We're only picking one person So don't get upset we, we'll, we'll get together all the right scores 
and then we'll uh, we'll give a case away to a random winner. So leave in the comments section what you predict the score to be, and we'll give a case of bloke beer away to the winner. You must be 18 to enter. What do you reckon? What do I reckon? I reckon. I thought you were going to backdoor us then. <laughs> move on. Uh, no, no, no. I was always going to say it. I reckon um, 18, 12 Queensland. 18, 12 Queensland. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.